Welcome to Brain Machine Network. Dot com. Hey, y'all. Uh, Tawanda here. Just wanted to welcome you to a very special anniversary episode of Tawanda's Live Request. So we started this podcast a year ago, around this time. And I thought it'd be really cool to celebrate by replaying those first two episodes with me, Nick, and Kofi. We didn't know what we were doing. I think at some points we play like the whole song, which you're not supposed to do. But I was like, you know what, fuck it. Let's just share this because it means a lot. Um, And before we get into it, I just want to give you like a quick, my quick thoughts. Uh, This podcast started a year ago because Nick told me three years ago I should do a podcast where I talk about music. And I was like, I don't know. But as I moved to New York trying to figure this shit out, I decided to start it. But also it was a real like catalyst to it was um I got let go from my job a year ago on like the third or the fourth. It was the fourth of October two thousand nineteen. I was wearing my Boris head hat, my uh gold San Francisco forty nine starter jacket, a Gucci Main T shirt, some jeans and my Jordan threes. And it's weird to remember the whole outfit, but I remember that day I got up, I was like, I'm fresh as shit. And then that happened. So uh it kind of hurt. I was really, you know, thrown aback by that. But in the beauty of things, it gave me the energy to try to keep moving forward. And on top of that, I went to see Dolomite Is My Name in theaters at the Williamsburg Theater with a girl that no longer speaks to me because, I don't know, she has a boyfriend or some shit. But we went to that movie. That inspired me to just do whatever I can, no matter what it is. And that's how this podcast started. So... I'm really happy with it. I'm happy that I have I've had all these guests, had all these great conversations. I'm happy that people have enjoyed it. They've listened to it. I'm happy that it's given me like center because in that whole year, a lot of that was 2020. I didn't know what to do, what we were doing, but I knew that podcast was always there. So thank you for listening, supporting, and just being a part of it, like a silent partner. All you guys who listen to it and download it, I really appreciate y'all. I played the song at the wrong spot. But what I wanted to do is um, tell you the song I listened to to celebrate, you know, my year anniversary and my cautious optimism. So right now I've been feeling really, really like happy about what's going on with the with the podcast, where I'm at. Like I'm, you know, cautiously optimistic. But 2020 is still scary because you never know what could happen. So I've been listening to the song "Furthest Thing" by Drake because the album "Nothing Was the Same" kind of ties into the idea that like we're not going back to normal. Nothing's gonna be the same. So. This song right here is amazing, and it's been getting me through. So we're going to play some of that real quick, and then we're going to get into this episode, I promise. Like, first of first, it's like has the piano and, like, the scratches in the back. Like, oh, this is some hip-hop, but classy shit. You know what I'm saying? I like that. Like, remember back in the day when everyone thought hip-hop was just, like, when people, well, people were racist about it, but then it was like, oh, we could take your classical shit and make it dope. Now what do you got? It's kind of like, you ever take, like, a... a the niggas start wearing polo for the first time. We made it look cool. That pissed white people off. Right, back when I was in uh, Boston, I used to wear Vineyard Vines. I make it look so fresh. My coworkers were just like, "How did you do that?" And I'm like, "I don't know. I'm just talented, I guess." So that's what makes that's what I think of. And then this song is also just like, "Yo, I'm doing great things. You know, I mean, I'm moving forward. I'm moving and grooving, but I'm still, you know, I mean, like I'm not perfect. And when I'm not, when I'm not perfect. It means like, yo, shit can still go wrong." That's the thing I've learned is like 
having humility doesn't necessarily mean that you like put yourself down and just understand that things can go left. Things can always go left. So it's like it's healthy to have a little bit of like not necessarily pessimism or insecurity, but just enough like knowledge. But you know what? I'm not flawless. Things can happen. You know what I'm saying? So this song's getting me through. Sorry if you hear me swallowing. I'm just drinking water and it's like lukewarm. And I'm just like, ugh. I wish I had something warmer or colder. Lukewarm just feels like it's been sitting, but it hasn't been sitting. I don't know why I told you that. But anyway, this song is super dope. Album super dope too. In my opinion, this album is the last time Drake really felt like he had to try. Like he is rapping his ass off on this album, and he's trying so hard to be good. But after this, like you, you go to um, if you're reading this, it's too late or reviews or whatever. By that point, he's like, I'm Drake. I'm that nigga. You can't really stop me. So it uh, it was I missed this Drake, but then the push of teeth thing happened. And I think that as a, I think the initial response was just like to cover, put a bandit on the wound and just be like a hit maker for a while. I think that's worn off and he's going to try to rap again. So I'm looking forward to his next album. But he's a Scorpio. I'm a Scorpio. I believe that shit. So this is a very Scorpio ass album. Like, yes, I'm petty. I remember every little thing that's ever happened to me. Uh, if I date you, I really like you. But if I date somebody else, I'll also, I like them too. Like shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like he just feels it. And, uh, also, this is the last time you see Drake before he had a beard. That's what it was. Drake grew a beard, started acting crazy. Because before that, when he was stubble, when he was stubble Drake, stubble Drake was the truth. Stubble Drake was like, I'm grown, but I'm not like grown. Beard Drake is like, yo, I got a beard. I got weird tattoos of my family on my back. I got Aaliyah for some reason, even though I never met her because she died way back in the day. But I'm a gang. I'm tough. Like I got these giant muscles for no reason. Like that Drake, I don't know. Like, he looks like a GTA character right now. Like, you know, like when you go on- online and shit, like, that's the type of character you see that walks out and you shoot him immediately with a pistol. Just cuz. So, he's got a good GTA 5 body. Shout out to Drake. And, um, that's enough talking about that. But anyway, I hope you guys enjoy these episodes. We had a good time making them. We love making more of these. There's going to be more dropping soon. Uh, thank you guys so much. Take care. You see what I did there? What's up with you? What's going on? Let him know he'll prescribe you a song. Turn the volume up. I suggest you to run this live request. Hey, word, y'all. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the first ever episode of TLR, aka Tawanda's Live Request. It used to be TRL, but. MTV has a show like that, and I didn't want to get sued. All right, because that could happen. But anyway, this is, if you don't know, the request show where people send in their situations and their problems, and then I'll tell them what songs to listen to. It's kind of like Delilah. Have you ever driven across country? It's like that, but I'm not an old white lady with adopted African kids. All right, let's get this going. First things first, I'm going to have my first request. I'm going to do my first request. Then, after that, I'm going to introduce our guest. And we'll ask him about his favorite song, why he likes that song. And then he'll tell me about something going on in his life. And I'll figure out a song for him. All right. First request is from my friend out in Austin. He says, ACL in Austin. That's Austin City Limits. It's a giant music festival. ACL in Austin. Procrastinating doing Uber. A little high. A little drunk. And 9-11 was an inside job. All right. That's a real request. 
don't know about that last part of it, but I know that Austin City Limits. Austin City Limits is crazy. Like if you ever go down to Austin, it's just like the city's not designed for that many cars at once, so traffic is out of control. It's like ridiculous. It's so wild. So for that. This is all very hectic and things are in crisis. I thought the best song would be like the song Monster by Kanye West. But more importantly, the Nicki Minaj verse in Monster. That shit is out of control. It goes in so many different places. So I feel like this would help get you through ACL. Pull up in a monster automobile gangster with a bad bitch that came from Sri Lanka. Yeah, I'm in a tanga, color a Willy Wonka. You could be the king, but watch the queen come. Okay, first things first, I'll eat your brain. Then I'm going to start rocking gold teeth. Word. That, see, that verse is so crazy. Oh, my God. But that's like, that's one of the best verses on the album. And that's a great album. I think that's my favorite Kanye album, like, really. Like, I think that's my favorite one of all time. Like, I remember when I was um, younger, when it came out, I didn't download it. I didn't take it illegally. I went, I worked at Best Buy, and I bought it, like, outright because I needed that album in my life. But with that said, let's get to our guest, our first guest, esteemed friend of mine, great comic. Give it up for Nick Chambers, everybody. Nick what's Chambers. Up? Hey. Word. What's going on, bro? How you doing? Nothing much, man. Thanks for having me on. Of course, man. Honestly, at the end of the day, like this was like your idea. Like You told me this three years ago. <laughs> we were at the gas in Boston, and mm-hmm. you were like, yo, you should start a podcast where you just help people with music and stuff. Uh-huh. And I was just like, yeah, but I don't know how to make that work. But you made it work. And we doing yeah, it right now. Yeah, three <laughs> years later. Three whole years later in New York. I think that came from your, your music review, reviews that you write. And I used to consult those like Kelly Blue Book before I would. Before I would <laughs> uh, let me see what you want to say about this. Oh, what's crazy is people like really like that's like the music review shit. Um, it's like it's so wild to me because um, a lot of those times I'd write just because I just feel this, this, and this. I'm like, yo, that's dumb as hell. People would be like, yo, I really like <laughs> right. that is a perfect way of some, some of this album. And it's like I don't even quote the album. I'm just like, no. yo, I don't. But- it's it's kind of what you're doing here. It's like the feeling of the music, and a lot of it is is spot on. Oh, thanks, man. I thanks. It's... I try to be in touch with my feelings. But anyway, <laughs> let me ask you, uh, what's your favorite song? All right, so I don't know if I have a favorite song, but okay. it, when you asked me, this is the song that I was I felt very strongly about. It's "Flashing Lights." By coincidentally Kanye West. Ah, uh, it's a Kanye episode. This is a great way yes. to get <laughs> this podcast started. <laughs> right. But this is like Kanye when he was still like good. Yeah, this was like that first three album run. It was like, okay, this is a good guy. <laughs> I don't see anything but great things. Yeah. He gave you no reason to be like, yo, this is going to go south. No, this is a guy that likes teddy bears and stuff. Yeah, exactly. In school. Yeah. <laughs> no yo, clue. remember when Beanie Siegel called him gay and he got like really upset? <laughs> There's a video, like, I remember it was on Smack DVD back in the day. I remember. Because it sucks because, like, Kanye, like, knowing him now. Kanye, like, you forget, he was signed to Rockefeller, which was, like, hood as fuck. It was hood mm-hmm. as shit. Right. Like, that's the same label, label that had Beanie Siegel. It had all the Dipset. It had... Oh, Chino Sparks. Oh, shit. Yeah, oh, Chino Sparks. That's state property. State property, their name comes from the fact they've all been to jail. Because <laughs> when you go to prison, you're state property. Mm-hmm. Then they had, a, they had a line of clothes. That just, like, it was just jail clothes, like just brown <laughs> dickies. But Kanye was on that label. He was on that label. And it's like, he was wearing all that tight shit. With, by tight, it was like, oh, he wore, like, 
a large shirt instead of a double XL. Right, right, like, oh, right. He's wearing all this tight shit. They, so Beanstalk called him gay, and there's a video of him talking on Smack DVD, and everyone's supposed to sound tough on Smack DVD. People pull, people pull guns out on Smack DVD. Mm-hmm. But Kanye's trying to sound tough, and he just sounded, like, really sad. He was like, yo, niggas just don't understand what they don't know. Like, right. I'm night, and it's like, I was like, damn, yay, like, you don't belong with these people. But. No, he just wanted to wear backpacks and polos. Exactly. <laughs> and he was humble. I think, like, I think he was humble because there's always a chance to get beat the fuck up. Everybody has a plan to get punched in the exactly. face. Exactly. <laughs> like, you can see, like, you can totally see him saying some, like, imagine him saying the slick shit he's saying now. Beanie would slap him in the back of the neck. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we're going to get into flashing lights real quick. She don't believe in shooting stars, but she believe in shoes and cars. Wood floors in the new apartment. Couture from the store's departments. You more like love to start shit. Yeah, I'm that's, oof. That song was a... So, in college is when I discovered Kanye West. Like, my brother yeah. told me, he's like, oh, have you heard this song? This guy has his mouth wide shut and he's rapping in the song. And so I was like, oh, let me check this out. So it was uh, obviously through the wire. Mm-hmm. And from then, I just started, you know, researching, getting old mixtapes and listening to, to all the Kanye stuff. What was your favorite old mixtape? There was one, a uh, uh, good ass job. Is that good ass job? Yeah, good ass job. Yeah, good ass job. I really like. So, I I had I'm in school, uh, I'm in art school, and I had aspirations to be like a hip hop producer. Yeah. So I would each like I went through these phases where there would be one producer that I would listen to their stuff and study it, recreate their beats. So I went from Timberland to the Neptunes and then Kanye was the next one so mm. all during these times all everything that I was producing would sound like that like I'm using the, the congas and the, oh, that's the dope, sped bro. up uh, the sped up soul samples, samples. Yeah. and so when this album uh, when College Dropout came out I, that's like one of the albums I remember anticipating like oh I can't wait till this comes out and I wanted to drop out of school to do <laughs> yeah. this music oh my God, shit yeah. I'm an art school Kanye was also like a art, like a visual artist at, at some point so I was like okay this is like this is my guy now this is the music I'm into and then when Graduation that this song um, the album that this song is from that came out that's when Kanye and and 50 Cent are going head to head because yeah, they released Curtis and and graduation the same day, so the first time I heard the song, I left work. I worked at a sneaker store. I left work and walked across the plaza to Target to buy the album because I mm. wanted to cast my vote for these these albums that are going head to head. I love it. I love it. I purchased the album and the is a white lady at the register and I handed her the Kanye West album and she said, "Wrong choice." <laughs> oh my god <laughs> oh my god oh. i'm just trying to buy some music and she said wrong choice i walked out of the store and put it in the cd player at work and then listened to it and that's the first time i heard this song and how did this flashing lights make you feel i think with the orchestration at the beginning and the and those like synth horns it's like each album before this, there was one track on there where it was like a triumphant sounding mm. thing. Like College Dropout, it was We Don't Care, that first uh, yeah. that first track on the album. Late Registration, We Major. And then this one, I just connected with it. I was like, wow, this feels powerful. This feels like something great's about to happen. I used to request Flashing Lights at the club. <laughs> and it, it is a song that does nothing to 
it doesn't propel your night in it any way. It's just I get to hear the song <laughs> through big speakers. It doesn't make the ladies want to dance. It doesn't hype anybody up. It's violins in the club. Oh, my <laughs> <So> God. <laughs> oh, man. Man. And Dwelle's on it was an extremely, oh. extremely talented singer and artist. So, oh, Dwelle, yeah, he was amazing. I remember reading about him in the Source. Like, I used to buy Source magazines. Oh yeah, Source. I just, magazine. but like your story, just I don't know, man. Like, it just brings me back to when like we were so passionate about music, and you can remember mm-hmm. like, oh, I went to the store and I bought this album. Right, I waited to get this. Yes, exactly. There was no online leak. I waited yeah. to hear this whole yeah, thing. Exactly, and it's just like. Music like that has a weight to it. Mm-hmm. It's this weight of just like it. You feel the money transfer, and you just like, you have to see another person. Like, that, that, then that person's looking at you, judging why you're buying this. Right, but you don't care because you have to have this. Right now, I listen to I, I love this song, but like listening to it again, I have a few like thoughts about it. Mm-hmm. Like the first thing I thought about when I heard it, this is like a good song to play when you're in like a rental car. Like a rental sedan that's like, like you, 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 you can afford like an Accord, but you're in a, like a Lexus. Right. No, I picture the the Matthew McConaughey ads, so him yeah. driving around and no, this is yeah, in the exactly. Back. It's like you're driving a car that's like that's not yours, but for right now it is yours. This is a great song to live a lie to, bro. This is this is a song like that plays in my head when it's like my credit limit gets increased like three thousand dollars. I'm like, oh shit. Right. right. <laughs> I want to live the dream. Those are high credit violins. Exactly, <laughs> yo. That's what I'm talking about. That's what the fuck. It's like, it's like you just feel like affluence and like, well, right, like, yes, right. I'm going to do this. I can't afford this, but fucking, <laughs> I need to do this. All right, man. So that's the first part of it. Second thing I need to know is just like, what's something you're going through? What do you need a song for right now, bro? I need, I think I need to like relax and refocus, you know, like. Yeah. I feel like moving to New York was a was a major transition, and now that I'm here, I feel like I have to get refocused, recommitted to what I'm out here to do. So I'm trying to yeah. and be calm and motivated at the what same trying, time. What are you out here to do? Uh, Stand up comedy, man. You know, <laughs> slanging these jokes, fam. Oh, I feel you, bro. <laughs> I feel you, but it's just like it's that, but it's not just it's not just comedy. It's just like I feel like. It's affirming, like, your belief in yourself and just, like, trying to make... You're trying to express yourself, you know? Because you mm-hmm. talked about, even when you heard, like, Kanye West... Out, when you heard... You watched his journey, like, you were trying to be a producer and you had this thought of, like, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. So you were dedicated to, like, figuring out how you could be at your best. Right. And you felt like school wasn't doing it for you. And, like, you just, like... You're trying to, like, pursue what you want instead of being told what people... Right. want you to do right that's why like even when you bought that album that lady said a wrong choice and you were just like <laughs> fuck you because i know what i want right and that's what you're out here do you want to stay focused you want to be like you know what i'm doing what i have to do exactly. to just like just make it so i have a song for you to help you stay focused and it's funny that you mentioned kanye versus 50 cent because i got a 50 cent song okay and um here's the thing 50 was my favorite rapper for he was the password to my AIM for a very long time. Just 50 cent? Yeah, 50 cent. Like I'm pretty sure that like if you put 50 cent into like Bank of America, you can access one of my old accounts. <laughs> Dead ass. Dead ass. I shouldn't say that out loud, but whatever. 
Anyway, I got all your information. Yeah, 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 we are, yeah everyone. They, we're, we're, we are fucked. But anyway, beyond that, the song of, I would say for you is "Window Shopper." Maybe mm. use a window shopper. at me. I think I know why. Maybe use a window shopper in the jewelry store, looking at shit you can't buy. That was Window Shopper by 50 Cent off Mm -hmm. of the Get Rich or Die Trying soundtrack to the movie Get Rich or Die Trying. 50 really had like a movie about his life. Yeah. I don't think... Who else has done their own movie about their life? I think Richard Pryor might have JoJo Dancer, Your Life is Calling. I don't think anyone else. Eight Mile. Oh, yeah. True. But like still, like it's like... It's weird to see that like Fifty came from what he came from where you like you, you see the person Fifty Cent is mm-hmm. today, just this petty, mean spirited, <laughs> just bully. Right. But like he came into the game, and within like three four years had a movie about he had a movie about his life. Right. He had vitamin water. <laughs> he had multiple video games, dropped multiple albums, and then he got he pulled one of the greatest swindles of the world, where it was just like, hey Kanye. I bet I can sell more records than you. Right. And everyone was like, I got to go buy this Kanye mm-hmm. record and say, fuck you, 50. Right. And 50s, he still sold like 600,000 copies. And he was tell- he was saying, if if Kanye beats me, I'll retire. Yeah. So the people are like, oh, I'm getting 50 out of the game right. by then, buying this Kanye. Then album. he was just like, oh, I lost. I went gold. <laughs> right, right. Oh, no, you beat Oops. me. You beat me, Kanye. No. <laughs> Damn, that's that's awful. But yeah, uh, what do you feel about that song, man? I like the song a lot, man. This was uh, uh, I remember watching the movie and they played. They had Fifty Cent get a new car in the movie, and he put in a tape and played this song. And then later in the movie, they showed him recording this song. Mm. So it was like, how did where did the tape with the song on it? I don't know. If, <laughs> They mixed up the scenes yeah. or what, or he's just that great of an artist right. that he had the song done before he made it. All right, now let me <laughs> ask you this: Like, do you feel that like with your, your focus and trying to like settle down in New York, this would help? Because to me, it's like the reason I chose this was I feel that um, the beat is so like the beat to me is I'm so driving. It's, it's driving yeah. and it's kind of like focused and you're like, but you're like it's not like I gotta go, but you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm on my way somewhere. I'm on time. Everything's all right. But the what I like more wasn't even the song; it was the music video. That was the movie, mm-hmm. the music video. You, have you seen the music video? I don't remember it. The music video um, is basically like this kid standing outside the standing outside a store, and he can't afford anything, and everyone's like laughing. At him. And one of his friends is like, "Nah, don't worry about that. When you get on, you can shine." And then mm-hmm. later on, it shows him in like it shows him in Italy with all his units just buying shit. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of just like a, you know. When it's your time, it'll be your time. Right, right. Because I think, when, especially when we're out here trying to do stand-up, trying to do anything, trying to do anything in New York, period. It doesn't matter if it's stand-up, trying to be an accountant, whatever the fuck. It's one of those things where it's just like, you have to fight through the city, and like you want to beat the city. But you don't beat the city, you're just chosen to like get to the next level. You don't, you can't conquer the city. The city will always win. <laughs> but then it's just like, if you work and you str- and you strive for things out here, like you can make it happen. The city will let you like the city will let you get somewhere. Right, right. So that's what I feel. 
I agree, man. Was that a you think that was a good recommendation? I think so. I mean, just the opening line. Tops feel so much better than the bottom, so much better. <laughs> All right, that, I was in with that. Yeah, I thought there was a lot of parallels in there. Mm-hmm. They said, uh, won't ride through anybody's city without the strap on me. Mm-hmm. That's like when you go on tour, you got to keep them jokes on you. Right. <laughs> oh, that is, that, is, that, is, that is Kofi, by the way. Yeah. Who's oh, just been yeah. posted out being like, I, like I, I can't, like, I love it with podcasts and shit. Or it's ain't, like, I, I miss old, like, rap interviews and shit where it was just like, it would be a dude getting interviewed, but it'd be like four or five of his niggas just there. Yeah. <laughs> I like that energy. Just like, yo, I'm doing this with my people, my friends. So, right, like, right, Kofi's right. here. Surprise, get work. What up? How you doing, bro? I'm good. I'm good. I've been sitting on a lot of ideas. <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck it. We got time. Uh, yeah. give, give, give a couple, bro. Well, it was, it was just the, the recommendation. Then he also says, uh, what else? Oh, I keep the, uh, like, you mentioned me, you'll get the full clip. And that's like anyone try to try to doubt you or hold you back from what you're going for. You're going to get like you know feel like your wrath, your retaliation because you're just going to go so hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then for flash, and you know, then, then for you in the video, that video is fire. Yeah. And the flash and lights video, yeah, good retouchy. Goodness oh gracious. my god! Was, Never wanted to be in a car trunk more. Cinematic. Oh. Yo, the way she kills the, the yeah. way she kills him is just like mm-hmm. like just that touch of his face is like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? That, that this is a, this is an okay way to die. Yeah, right. that slow walk she did. Mm-hmm. I don't know what type of uh, speed that camera was on, yeah. but. If that yeah. video was in real time, it would have been a thirty-second video. Yeah, <laughs> slowed it down. <laughs> I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna flex though. This is like, this might go off the rails, but like, just the way he dies in that video, it's like, you ever think about like, you ever been, a, you ever went to a funeral where somebody dies like a really cool death? No. <laughs> like you're just like, wait, they did, they died of what? Oh shit! Oh damn! I went to like my friend's memorial like last year, and it was sad and everything, but it was just like. He died like I think like, in a three wheeler accident, and you walk in and it's just like they had like the videos they had the videos of him and he was like doing like CrossFit and he was on like, American Ninja Warrior and stuff. Oh shit! So like you're, oh. just, you're standing around, he's just these posters of him just like just abs and just like like triumphant, like triumphant yeah. and shit. I'm like damn, like this that's like that's the shit. Like if I had to like, if I had to choose how to die, go out like a like so people come to your funeral like oh that's they leave like inspired and shit. Mm. Like that is a cool ass way to go because you go to somebody else's funeral it's like oh you died of like. Alcoholism. That's, That's funny. Be like, I ain't coming to your funeral if it's about some diabetes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You better <laughs> die off some flash shit. <laughs> oh, I ain't showing up. It's like, damn, you want the holistic you parachute or some shit. I don't want you to pass. I want you to die. I want you to die, bro. I want you to fucking die. Like some on some super cool shit. Like like when I worked at Hinge, people would like people would uh die like people would, like people would die sometimes, right? And we have, have to delete their app, delete their uh, profiles. Oh. And it was like one guy died in a helicopter accident, and I was like, oh my god! And he was like beautiful, and I was like, this is that's a gangsta ass. Like that's mm. awesome. But anyway, uh, that was a little aside. I might not do that the next time. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go into long periods no, of talking about death. That's hip hop. Die real. young, leave a leave a beautiful leave a beautiful corpse, right? Mm-hmm. All right. That's hip hop. Excellent. So I have another user submitted uh question Ooh. and co- and Nick, I need your help with this one. Okay. This is Anna Kofi. I want you to jump in Sue at some point. But uh let's see, what's a good Hmm. I got one right here. This is difficult. I made a friend's Comic Con costumes for tomorrow, seeing if I can get a new project. 
So this person what? is a costume designer? A costume designer, yeah. This person's a costume designer. Oh. And they're trying to figure out what to, to how to get another project. But they also just finished their friend's costume today, so they feel like successful. But it's like, all right, that's cool, but what's the next thing? Okay. You ever have that feeling where it's just like you've accomplished something and you're really proud and like you're like, all right, this is great, but then like there's a voice in the back of your head that's just like, all right, need let's we need to go for more. Yeah, constantly, it's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I like I kind of made peace with it because part of me is just like, yo, all right, if we have to like, I understand that things are hard, but like. When you when you get to like the next level, you want to get like when you play a video game or whatever. It's like, oh, I got I beat the third level. Right. What's on the fourth? Or I say you graduate, you go to school. It's like I went to third grade. What's the fourth? What's fourth grade? Like after, like you want to get to the next level of anything. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like right. So I feel like that's what this is. That's, that's what this request is about. Oh, leveling up, progressing. Yeah, leveling up, progressing. I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure out hmm, what would be a. They good... make costumes, right? That's what they say. Yeah, they make costumes. The the zone that that pops in my head. Was there's a song um, by the Fugees called The Mask. Ooh. And it's about how everybody wears a mask. And so there's never going to be a shortage of people who need costumes. Because we're, we're all wearing masks. That made me think of the movie The Mask. Which one? The first. Oh, wait. One's mask and one's the mask. Okay. Yeah. You're talking about the Jim Carrey, the Jim Carrey okay. movie, mm-hmm. yeah. Cameron Diaz. Well, Cameron Diaz. That was the that was the hottest she's ever been. The red dress. I think it, she also had like really big lips in it. I Ugh. feel like it was a different uh, Cameron Diaz yeah. than the one that they. I don't know if it's it, like, they switched her out or something. Like maybe she stood theory. up to Weinstein or something, and they brought in a new. I don't know. Mm. I feel like it's not it's the same. It's kind of like one Sarah that Jessica Parker and Hocus Pocus. Mm. How it's like she was so fine in that, and everything else kind of went. <laughs> Yeah. Then I looked. I looked at it. And I was like, "She wasn't fine. She's had on so much makeup." <laughs> he, said, he said, "Turns out, was not fine." <laughs> I look back so on much it. makeup. But no, I'm not saying she's not. She's a, she's an attractive woman, but it's just like I was like, I remember being a kid and being like, "Oh, she's like the hot witch." Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And I, I also like, wonder if it's the time period because, like, the '90s right. or whatever you. Like if, even if you watch rap videos, like the women who are like, this is the the lead woman in this video, and you look back and it's like, oh, this is a, that's a regular lady. Hmm. Yeah. All right, <laughs> but anyway, back to this costume designer. She needs a song, so let's give Mask a shot. M to the A to the S to the K, put the mask on the face just to make it next day. Feds be hawking me, jokers be stalking me. I walk the street and camouflage my identity. My posse in a Brooklyn where the mask. Word that was. Mask by the Fugees off of the album The Score. Yeah, I think that's a that's a that's a good that 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 hit every note. Every note. Seriously. Like I like how you could just you could picture somebody just like crafting something, being like, all right, what's next? And you could be like either sketch it. Like it's one of those things where like you're trying to level up think about your next progress well, next uh project, Mm -hmm. but you could see yourself like, all right, I'm gonna do time by like, I'm gonna sketch, I'm gonna watch me for inspiration, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go buy some new fabric. It's a, it's all the parts of leveling up. Cause I feel like sometimes it's like you do a thing, and you kind of sit back and part of you is like waiting, like, all right, so what's next? Wait, nothing's next. Like, all right, what do I do now? And like, so mm-hmm. like you start frantically trying to get that thing instead of being like, I'm gonna sit back, I'm at this new level, I'm gonna stop, I'm gonna radiate, 
this new energy and like try to like you know level up home base and strengthen myself for the next thing. Mm-hmm. I like that's a good that's a good recharge song, man. Right. Thanks, no thanks, Kobe. That's yeah, fucking no, nice. That's man. incredible. Yeah. Oh man! Shout out to the requester. Yeah, <laughs> shout out to the requester. But now it's my turn because this is my show, so I need to pick out a song. So I'm not, that that one's perfect. So I need to be I need to get my ego stroked again. So all right. What's another fucking request? It's finally hoodie weather, and I'm so happy. Hmm. Hoodie season is upon us, right? Yes. Yeah, hoodie season. <laughs> it has descended upon us. It has descended upon us in so many ways, and it's a beautiful thing, man. Like I've like been out here trying to get in like good hoodie shape. <laughs> I- I think that's just shape. No, it's, no, no. Like, no, it's a, it's a, like the, the key to it is just like, like right now I'm like out here like trying like I'm at the gym doing like bench presses and squats and stuff, but then I'm also just eating like trash. So it's like I have like I want to be like soft but like firm, right? <laughs> like a good tofu. Yeah, exactly. Like, wanna, like yeah, talk about flan. <laughs> <laughs> bruh, bruh, exactly, exactly. That's what I'm trying. That's what I'm trying to do. And that, you remember, like, you remember that day it was like 90 degrees and shit. Fucked up my whole like, yo. I walked out the house like in my summer clothes, but I had my hood, my like my hoodie shape. And I felt like Gucci in 06. I was like, what the fuck is going on? This is not. I, I'm un- I'm uncomfortable. Like, I feel exposed. I like I'm designed for like multiple naps and stuff and like (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's that's where that's where I'm at that's that's my work when you say hoodie shake I've used hoodies to layer over the shape that I'm in so that's why I was like oh you can just wear a hoodie whenever yeah I use it as a as concealer (laughs) (laughs) he got on body rouge. Oh my god, that is fucking! Oh my god, body rude. Yeah, that's what hoodies are for men. Like, you just hide all of our. I think that's for every, that's for anybody. All right, so I think it's hoodie season. You gotta think about. Yeah, you know I mean it's New York. Mm-hmm. I think a good New York a New York rapper who I think is great for hoodie season would be Young Ma. Oh, okay, yeah. I fuck with Young M.A. Heavy. And I think the song I would like to say is, um, hmm, what's a good Young M.A. song? She just dropped a new album, by the she way. She dropped a new album, yes. Shout yeah. out Young M.A. Yeah, shout out to Young M.A. Come on the show sometime. Come on the show. I'd love it. I'd love to talk to her. She's so cool. Uh, I would say The Come Up by Young M.A. D-A-C-O-M-E. Oh, I assumed. Yeah. What sucks though? You ever like try, try to find a song and like you can't spell the the right way? <laughs> and I'm thinking, I always think to myself like, this is how I. It reminds me of that old Aziz joke where it was just like, I'm gonna die just being on my phone. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is how I'm gonna die. It's like, how how do you get into the car accident? Oh, like he was trying to spell T H E, but it's actually T H A. And an apostrophe. Like he couldn't find the right song. That's so sad. Like, damn, he died listening to The Carter. Like, oh, shit. (laughs) Which is actually actually Jimmy Carter's uh, autobiography. This book on tape. This book on tape by Jimmy Carter. (laughs) The Carter. Like, what the fuck? Read by John Lithgow. (laughs) Right. All right, so we're going to play The Come Up by Young M.A. Started off with a dream. 
gold chain, I was acting up with the gold fangs, no name, knew I had to put in more pay. Uh. I had one bitch, few side hoes, second niggas women with my eyes closed, I was running like it's not no. Oh man, that was Young M.A. to come up, man. I like that a lot. That shit just makes me think about like putting on like a Nike tech fleece and just leaving the house. Right. Because it's like, it's fall and you just want to hustle. You want to be on your grizzly, you know what I mean? You want to be on your grind. That's that's a good, like, I don't have a lineup right now song. <laughs> this but, hood is staying on. Yeah, but, I'm still, but I'm still fresh. I'm still, I just don't have a lineup right, right now. Like, relax. I'm actually on my way to the barbershop. I'm going to go to the barbershop and then immediately go out because, like, this, no, this, is, this is it. Oh, man. I do love a good, a good hoodie. Yeah. Shout out to Young M.A., man, for, like, dropping that. Her album, Her Story, I like it a lot. I'm actually going to work on a review for that. And you can find my reviews at uh, com. Then also you can follow TRL, T-L-R, at, uh, at Tawandas, T-A-W-A-N-D-U-S. And you can follow me on uh, Twitter with the same name. All right, Nick, you have any uh, social media shit you want to shout out? Yeah, you could follow me on all the social media. You could go to uh, just Chambers Comedy on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. Uh, if you want to check out any of my music production, you can go to Fake Song Friday on Instagram. Yes. where I, uh, I write short 15-second songs based on vintage photographs of people i do not know so it's all different genres all different uh uh you know types of music based on these uh photographs so check that out and uh yeah that's it word kofi got anything you want to shout out bro No, I'm on the next episode. I'll shout you out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And that is that. Yeah. Thank you for listening to Tawanda Live Request. I appreciate it. This is the first one. We're going to have many more. And we're done. Word, guys. Welcome to episode two of Tawanda's Live Request, a.k.a. TLR on... No, a.k.a. TLR, a.k.a. TRL on instagram i changed it from trl because i didn't want to get sued all right happy to be here got a lot of requests here you know and i'm I'm doing pretty well i'm doing pretty good you know fall starting it's october my birthday's coming at the end of the month um i feel good there's a lot a lot of change happening you know it's getting colder people trying to figure things out and i'm here to help so i have our my first request here it's my friend of mine who also lives in brooklyn i'm not saying any names but he says I want to be alone, but I also want to be with someone who doesn't want me back. And that's a that's a hard place to be. Like I've been there before where it's just like you want to be by yourself, but you don't want to actually be by yourself. You know, and like you want to be by yourself, but this person also doesn't want you because if they wanted you, then you'd want to be with them. And you want to be by yourself with that person, which is like a strange feeling. And I understand that it's complicated and it's hard, but. I got the perfect song for you. This song is by a new artist named Sir, and it's called John Redcorn. Alone, every night alone. Why am I alone? I know that you want me to. Am I wrong? Tell me that I'm wrong. Tell me I deserve all the pain that you put me through. That was John Redcorn by uh, Sir. I fuck with it. It's a beautiful vibe. Great sounds. Great sounds. But anyway, right now, I'm accompanied by two guests. You might have heard on the first podcast, 
And I want to say welcome, Kofi, and welcome, Nick. How you guys doing? What's up? What's up? Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> word, word. Return of the Mac. Return of the Mac, indeed. Oh, my mm. God, guys. What y'all think of John Redcorn? Oh, I like the song a lot. I like the, the vibe of it. It's uh, sad and sexy at the same time. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, I like Sarah a lot. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's got a lot of good tracks. And yeah, I got that, uh, like, you know, like I'm I'm staying inside for about, you know, a couple of days straight, but I look real good doing it. Yeah. That's a hard, that's a hard balance to make, bro, because, like, mm-hmm. you want to look good. But I think the key is, like, you stay inside, but you have to shower both days. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, yeah. You're inside, but you're active. Yeah, you're, you're active. You're doing something. <laughs> But yeah, I just like that. I like that song because it's like it also reflects the situation. Because if we all know King of the Hill, we know the story of John Redcorn, who initially, to me, when I first started watching it, he was kind of like an antagonist almost because he was sleeping with one of the main characters' wives. But as time went on, and you saw his side of it, it's kind of just like he's he's in love with this woman who can't love him back because she's in a marriage, and he's watching the son who he actually loves, you know just grow up and he can't give him guidance so it's driving him crazy and at every opportunity like he wants to be with her he wants to be with joseph but he also is good friends with dale mm-hmm. like he loves dale like it's very but he like he's just stuck in the situation and it's sad because he doesn't want anybody else he just wants her to want him and he's like this i don't know it's just it's tough it's a tough place to be and as time goes on, you can humanize that. And that's what I loved about King of the Hill is that they humanized really bad people. Like, Cotton Hill, I'm pretty sure, was just like a giant, evil, mean-spirited racist. But I, that was like my grandfather. Like, I loved him. Like, my grandfather actually wasn't that. But, like, I just loved Cotton Hill. Just like, you saw the humanity in him. And, um, yeah, that's why I love John Redcorn. And that's why I like the song. So, yeah, I hope that helped you through your situation, requester. Anyway, we're here with Kofi. That's my main focus right now. Nick is on the sideline helping out. I just want to know, Kofi, how you doing, man? Uh, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm alive. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I'm breathing day to day. Facts. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Taking my time. Trying to trying to drink my water. Oh, eat yeah. more good food. Yeah. Get more hugs. Yes. You know, all, the, all that self-care, all that nourishment. Yes. You need that. You need that. Yeah, let's be you know, trying to... Expand my uh, my musical taste. You know, I'm taking a lot of recommendations from like, different people who I don't typically have the same like uh, you know same background as. Oh, right. Just being like, what do you listen to? I'm trying to expose myself to to more sounds, more artists. That's what's up. Do you have like any anything like any is there any genre you've heard so far where you're just like, oh wow, this is this is new, this is different. Um, I'd say something. Uh, that's one of the was recently was that just getting more into uh, SoundCloud DJs. Yeah. With that, that real long radio mix where you see like people like take like songs that you're familiar with and just like switch it up or switch the beat or like slow it down and speed it up. You know, just kind of giving you, kind of altering like something that you're you're used to. Yeah. That's been, that's been pretty fire. That's, that's, that's crazy. And also just like just saying that makes me think about just like, how DJing has become so like intricate, and it's this—you it, can't just say somebody's a DJ. There's like oh, a thousand different right. ways you can be a DJ now. For real. And I love how it's just gotten so deep, and it's like 
Yeah, that's just fascinating. But anyway, we talked earlier, and you told me that your favorite song is "The Girl's Dumb Sugar." <laughs> Why did I say it like that? Why? Did, uh, 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 uh. Oh boy! You don't can't. don't say that shit. Damn. The girl's dumb sugar. The girl's damn sugar. Holy shit! Uh, you said that like a like a high school teacher. I did. It's hard to go. <laughs> Whose album is this? The girl's damn sugar. The girl's <laughs> damn sugar. Left behind in class. Yeah. I'm not. Damn. Yeah. Don't don't try to say anything. <laughs> By any Caribbean, don't don't try to say any Caribbean artist. I thought we were watching Cool Runnings. I was like, oh god, coffee. Yo, don't, don't, don't try to say Mr. John Candy. Don't talk about anything. (laughs) Don't talk about anything Caribbean in front of Caribbean people because this is not. (laughs) Oh my god, I felt like I just felt like a white man. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying my, I'm trying my best. <laughs> Yankee man can't say them. <laughs> yeah, but that is that is my that is one of my favorite songs, uh, bar none. Oh yeah, way back. Yeah. Oh word. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. We'll we'll play that. We'll play that, and um, we'll talk about it after you play it. Oh, because... Okay. So we're gonna listen to Mr. Beanie Man. Yes. Featuring Maya. Yes. And then we'll... Talk about that was Beanie Man. You said I'm not saying it again. Girls, them sugar. Alright, word. So for me hearing that song that brings me back to like that was like 2000 2001 I th- no 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 well it was, it was after that I think it was 2000 like 2004 where Beanie Man was like the number one he was like the number one Jamaican artist mm-hmm. it was like for like the mainstream because I remember I was watching BET I was watching uh, what you call it what was the show on BET it was uh, with Free and AJ 106 in, 106 in Park, Park. Oh, yeah. I was watching 106 in Park and that shit was always on it was just like so fine it was like this was a good time, I feel like, when Jamaicans started to make their rise again. Because it was like, I remember when I was younger, it was cool run-ins. That's all we knew about Jamaica. And those commercials for, like, Carnival Cruises and shit. <laughs> and they'd play, like, and that song, what's it called? Harry Belafonte song. Oh, Justin yeah. Trudeau's favorite, uh, Deo? Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, all, that's, all Jama- that's all Jamaicans were in, like, pop culture's eyes. And then it's, like, around two, and, like, and then, like, I think, for me... I saw uh, Shotzes, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh fuck!" Classic. I was like, "Oh fuck!" Then I saw no, I saw the Shine video for Bad Boys, mm. and I was like, "These niggas will kill me what? immediately." What? Barrington Levy. Yes. Get <laughs> <laughs> <Scoot> up! Shoot <laughs> up! Oh! <laughs> but then it's like, wait, wait, wait. his name is Barrington. Barrington. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it's like I want because then I just remember like thinking about that song, just being like, was thinking about the song, and I'm just like, wow, this is fucking. It's amazing. Beanie Man, it was just so smooth. It was so cool. He walked into this party watching the video. He was walking to this party and like everybody just wanted to be be around him. He had like he looked like a drug dealer. It was everything that I wanted. I was like, that's that's the life you want. And it's like so cool. I remember somebody drug dealer fitted. Uh I remember there were some niggas that made sketch sketches called Dormtainment. Mm-hmm. And they had like merch. And some of their merch, one of them was like, I forget, it was they had like a sugar packet on a t shirt. <laughs> And it said the girls don't sugar on it. And I was like, oh shit, this is 
I almost bought that because I had dreads and I was really feeling myself. But you did. <laughs> so that's what that song. The song makes you just feel like you know, it makes you reminisce about easier times. Yeah. What about you, man? Definitely, definitely nostalgic. Yeah, that song meant a lot to me. I was uh, my both my parents, my family's from the Caribbean. Yeah. And so growing, Dominica, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, Dominica. So growing Dominica. up here, it'd be like you know, if you go to like, parties at school. Uh, like they're playing, you know, all the hip hop. So it's like the Jay Z, the uh, Method Man, all that. Um, and everybody be, you know, like dance with thing. But when a Caribbean song would come on, that's when I had like my moment to shine. Where I was like, oh, I know this song, and y'all don't, and I know how to dance to this song. So that was kind of like my like, you know, three minutes thirty seconds to be like, all right, now I can impress all the girls in here. <laughs> yeah. With my moves, I'm about to hit this butterfly <laughs> and change the whole temperature in this room right now. Yeah. So, yeah, so that song meant a lot. And it had Maya, who was incredibly hot at the time. Still. She still, no disrespect. At the time, it was like, she was like a, you know, uh, a little, a little Alaskan angel. Yeah, yo, uh, that, yo. She <laughs> she was in the Rugrats video. Yeah, she, she was. was. Like, she was just, everything she was in at that time was like, she was just glowing. She had the, uh, Remember thinking like she just had the shiniest lips. <laughs> so, Bruh, <laughs> some kind of Maya extra was, gloss. <laughs> yo, Maya was like, yo, Maya. <laughs> I remember that time. Yo, Maya back then was just like, it was out. Of, she, I remember it was for me. It was like Maya and then A Marie. Mm. Those are my top two. Yeah, A Marie came out a little bit. Yeah, Emery seemed like nice. Yeah, like a sweet girl. Maya did not seem like no. that. Maya seemed like she was like. Like she talked to you in a soft voice until you got her, like in the bedroom. Yeah, Maya also had this vibe of just like she was always around like some hood shit. Yeah, like, yeah that's so with Silk the Shocker. Shocker. <laughs> yeah, with the baby blue on. Yeah, uh, even like she was on it's called, again. She was on. She was on uh, that song with her and Jay Z, where they both had jerseys. Best the, of me. Best yeah. of me. Yeah. She, uh, Maya also. Queen of the Jersey dress. That yeah. was for her. That was made right. for her and right. only her. That's the only because girls are always like, oh, just, these should come back. These should come back, and they never come back. The only way they would ever come back is if Maya was right. like, I Maya made puts it. out a line of Jersey dresses. Yeah, well, she paved the road for a lot of those like um, rainbows dresses. Now those little type five dollar dresses. Oh you know god, the Fashion Nova <laughs> joint. Shout, like yeah. without Maya, there'd be no Fashion Nova. Right. No, no, All right so like. Um, <laughs> The Harriet Tubman of Fashion Nova. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! So we we went so we we went back to like where this. So we talked about how this song, like where you were when you heard this song, and it's just like, how did you consume it? Like, what was yeah. your favorite? What was your favorite way to listen to it? So my listening to this song, the favorite environment I was in was at parties. Mm. It's like also my parents were. Um, like big in the Caribbean community in my neighborhood, oh, yeah? so we'd have big parties in my basement uh, where we'd like have like one of my uncles would DJ, and it'd be like everybody was in there, and it was like hot, it was low ceilings, and it was just like in the video uh, of you know Girls and Sugar, it was just like that, like everybody just like dancing, sweating, drinking Ray and Nephew, oh, you know, right. somebody's got like soup for some reason <laughs> <laughs> like it was, it was like that's real and then there's like 
And at the end of the video, I think like somebody's in video man, like somebody's mom comes down and is like, "Yo, banging on the damn furnace." I was like, "That's that really happens." Like always, always somebody, some older person who actually owns the house who comes down at some point and is mad that y'all being so loud. That happens in a lot of videos. Yeah. That happened to Sean Paul get busy video too. The dude's like, yeah. that's Sean Paul. Caribbean culture, man. That shit's like another light skinned angel. Yeah, Sean. yo, Sean Paul, light skin, consistent. Light angel. Yo, it was like yeah, two, early two thousands. That was the best time to be light skinned. That was the that was the best. Time. Oh my god, mm-hmm. that was fucking uh-huh, incredible. Yeah. And then it's like it, it was cool until like I mean, it's still cool now. But the only problem with now is that like white people found a way to like sneak into being light skinned. You seen that like where, like white 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 ladies now have like they wear this this tanner and they wear like they wear makeup like three shades darker and mm-hmm. they they have like they they mm-hmm. get braids and shit like there's a term called blackfishing on like Instagram and shit where there's models who are European white as fuck. Oh okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I then, had to unfollow that took a me a second. <laughs> I was like, wait, let me let me see you talk. Let me see how you. Oh. And then it's like, oh, you have a full like Russian accent. You're not even. You fooled me with the curly hair. <laughs> yeah. You got me. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. And then it's, I feel like it's like Rachel Dolezal kind of like opened the door for that. Mm-hmm. Talk about the Harriet Tubman. <laughs> the Harriet Tubman. The, the Harriet Tubman of. That's yeah, that's terrible. That is absolutely that's terrible. absolutely terrible, but that song is not. So tell that me. That song is great. So earlier, Kofi. The song is fantastic. We were like, I asked you about situation. Shout out to Beanie Man. Oh, sorry, sorry real quick. Uh, just because he's probably listening. Uh, shout out to Beanie Man. Yes, yeah, shout um, out, bro. Thank you for that. I grinded on many a booty <laughs> to that song. So I want to appreciate you for uh, making many a middle school and high school dance a lot better. And shout out to my jeans that held up. Go ahead. <laughs> shout out, bro. All right, bro. I asked you about a situation that you're going through. Right. You said... I'm a farmer, but I like thick girls who wear Fashion Over and have good wigs, and they don't like a dirty guy in overalls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, explain a little bit more, bro. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so uh, right now I am I do uh, a lot of farming activities. I work with a lot of green spaces, community gardens, small farms in Brooklyn. Yeah. And so I'm often... Uh, just doing farm things like building chicken coops, cutting down trees, planting. And for that, I need to wear clothes that are going to get dirty because I'm literally working in the dirt all the time. But when I walk out of that garden and I'm back on, you know, I'm back in bed but I'm still wearing my, you know, dirty overalls with my, uh, you know, muddy Tim's on. Yeah. And there's all of these, you know, thick girls who like, you know, just came out the salon they're not checking for the dude who might, I mean, like, yeah, I could probably, like, you know, like, rein in the cattle, but that's not, that's not cool. That's not uh, attractive when you're on Notion Avenue. Looking, <laughs> look, look, looking like you just bailed hay. That's hey, not- <laughs> you are, like, you are the male, like, savior figure in every Tyler Perry movie. It's always a nigga like that. <laughs> It's always a nigga who works with his hands. Uh-huh. You, just gotta, you just gotta be at the what? right spot. Yeah. Say, Why don't you sit down for a second? Yeah, you gotta be. Would you like some water? You gotta be in the right, right spots. Don't be, don't be by like the hair salon and shit. Be like, nah. be by like, like the, be like a college or some shit. 
a girl like on trying to get her master's degree and she's like just all stressed out and she just works sees you working in, in uh-huh. the back like damn yeah the, 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 the trouble is where I'm at where I live it's most of uh, these women who are like and I love it like dress super well yeah. like real fashionable uh you know real hot and I'm you know I'm dressed like you know, he's like, he's like, I'm like in a, like in a town of pregnant. I feel like I'm, uh, like the type of woman who's gonna stop and be like, oh, okay, that's the type of guy. It's it's like a woman who's like waiting to exhale. <laughs> <laughs> like she's already been through some shit. And she just wants a, a, a sturdy strong man. You know, <laughs> somebody who could bring some food home. He can mix cement. Yeah, he can mix. He could, you know, so he could mix cement. He could, he could put up a shelf. <laughs> yeah, he got, he got that. He got, he got real world skills. He got real world skills. That's, huh? Like a man who's who's tired a lot. <laughs> that's me, baby. My back hurts right now. <laughs> I think you can catch some. You can catch somebody like that. Oh, for sure. I'm definitely I not got here. a, I got a song. Now, oh, word. Because I think because when I was younger, like reggae and stuff, I always liked it, but I always felt like a little disconnect because I'm not from the Caribbean and people would pull out their flags and stuff, and I was always like, I can't just pull out this random African flag. However, <laughs> like Zimbabwe, yeah, 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 I'm the only one. That ain't random. It's from yeah, it's like yeah, but but uh. I have a song, but because like because reggae, I feel like without the reggae insertion, I feel like what helped uh, it wouldn't, we wouldn't got to this place where Afro beats became so major. Mm. And uh, so now the, like, the time like because Beanie Siegel to me was like one of the last dark skinned like kings. Yeah, I mean, he was the last one of the last. He was like, yeah, I have a nappy beard. Yeah, mm. I'm dark, but like I'm still sexy. Girls still like me. I'm still that dude. Mm. I'm king of the dance hall, baby. So now the new king of Afro beats to me. It's Burner Boy. Oh yeah, of course, of course, of course. And I would say the song would definitely be Secret. Mm. Can you keep a secret? Shh. For a long, long time. When you're awake or sleeping. Shh. Say my name no time. I know Baby, oh but I got my wife. Alright, word, y'all. That was Burner Boy with the song Secret featuring Jeremiah and Sarani. It's yeah. a Ronnie. I chose that. <laughs> it's a Ronnie. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. I Just chose. I chose that song because mm-hmm. um, the woman you're kind of describing, I feel like they're fine, and it's like you. What you have to offer them is like, yo, like yes, I'm muddy, and yes, I have like I've been working in the garden all day, but still, I will fuck you like well. It does imply hard work one way or the other. But I think the caveat of this song is that, like, he's kind of just like, yes, I will fuck you well, but also I have a family at home. So I think what you got to do is just, like, if you're wearing all that shit, Uh just, like, give off the vibe that you have a family somewhere. Uh. (laughs) Because I'm good with my hands and take care of things because I'm actually taking care of people. So like that's what you got to do. You got to come with the energy of just like, <laughs> yeah, I'm cheating uh, for you. I honestly dig that because like that is a, like that is actionable advice. Like I don't know how exactly do it, but like if I'm like maybe carrying like a, a like a like a baby's car seat or something, just to look like I'm on my way to <laughs> mm-hmm. take care of a family. Or if I got too many groceries, 
And I was like, oh, oh, he's going to feed. Like, yes, like, exactly. Stop buy, you got to stop buying too many groceries. Yeah. Guess I'm getting too many groceries. And he's going home to a full house. Yep. But before he go there, I'm going to see if I can <laughs> get the bone there. Yeah, go to a food town. Yeah. Just grab, like, now nah, water. There's a bunch of, like, access and all that shit. Get some fruit roll-ups. Oh, man. Just buy everything family size. Yeah. yeah everything. <laughs> Paper towel, yeah. M&M's, whatever yeah. they sell. Bam. Share give me, size family Give me your biggest. Or what you could do, too, is just, like, go down to the Western Union a lot and be like, I'm sending money back. <laughs> you gotta say it loud enough for, send, for send the girls send, to hear it. Yeah, send, send money to your send money to yourself, but they don't know that, and it only costs you like three fifty. So I gotta make sure stick girls in the Western Union. Yeah, when I'm saying, yeah, that's to my family. Taking yeah. care of them, I'm so lonely. I like how specific but... your scenarios are. I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, word, word. So yeah. how did you feel when you heard that song? That song felt good. Not, and you made a good point earlier about. Uh, like dance on reggae, kind of opening up a way for Afrobeats now because Afrobeats are, just, as I'm thinking about it, hearing it, they do a lot of the same um vocals, which is fascinating because it's like it's this really um like masculine, like we run shit, um you know type of bravado, but they sing in falsetto. <laughs> Yeah. Scratchy and then go to like a real deep baritone. Sometimes it'd be like the same person. Yeah. And the shit's just fascinating because like that shit remind me because um one of my favorite artists, Sizzler. Oh song. fucking yeah. oh, that's my guy. Yeah, and they'd be like, dry cry, oh, <laughs> evil text. And it's like that shit don't sound hard, but you can't say that to these dudes because they are <laughs> certified. And but in the same song, they're like, but they're not going. So like with dancehall reggae, it's like there's really high falsettos and a really low, mm. low like, talk like a champion, talk like a champion. What that means? And it's like, ah. it's <laughs> Cookie Monster and Elmo. That's what <laughs> Yo, what y'all doing? Yo, let's let's watch shots after this, bro. Yeah. Let's go. Let's let's watch, let's watch shots. I'm dead ass serious. Yo, I'm dead ass. We gotta we gotta watch shots after this. That oh fuck. You mentioned Sizzler. God yeah. damn. I love Sizzler, bro. Missing you. Oh <laughs> all right, all right. I love it. So, but that it sounds like you fuck with Burner Boy and oh, Secret. Yeah. Play that shit at the Western Union. I guarantee you. <laughs> Be buying some girls farting. Uh, got, be buying some girls some Fashion Nova. Yeah. Have them farting through polyester. We go. <laughs> you, you ever watch Black Dynamite? Yes. Yeah. Uh, for a second, I thought that was Fashion Nova's slogan. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So now we got another scenario, guys. Another Ooh. user submission. It's a beautiful thing. We gotta find this. Who got something they want to set? They got to TLR. Yo, it's how people who post TLR. I really how appreciate do people? That. How do people post the TLR? You can go. How on, do they get in touch with you? They go on um, at Tawandas on Instagram and go to my story on Sundays oh. at Sundays. You can see the question right there. Post it. I post it there. You can add me, oh, shit. and I will help you. All right. So now, user writes in and says, mm-hmm. "I'm too nervous to ask this guy if he wants to fuck." Ooh. How how she look? <laughs> first of all, first of all, don't assume j- it's the they. How do they look? You don't know. No, it's a she. Right, how like, does okay? How does how do they look? 
She looks good. She looks all right. I feel like this is an issue that like a lot of women run into where they're just like, I don't know how to be like, because I think women are sometimes more afraid of rejection than men are. Because they, oh, yeah. they don't, they don't, they don't experience it as often. I haven't been hardened by the streets. Exactly. Where you ask a girl like, "Hey, you want to do this?" and she's like, "No." Like, all right. But when girls yeah. ask you out, and it's just like, "Up, oh, I tried once, never trying again." Mm. So I think it's like right. it's difficult. But I can appreciate that. Um, so what? Um, but do then? Uh, I have my my opinion. I got so many follow up questions. Uh, what's, the, what's the next question? It was like, like the the guy in the situation. It was more just thinking, like, are they friends already? And so they've already established, like, what, you know, a friendship it's relationship. It's an established relationship. Of a friendship level, though, not, like, so he might not know that they want to take it further. Or you're just, like, there's a guy that I see at the gym or at work, and I'm not asking. Cause that's, like, a different, it's, like, a different ask. It's a different approach. I think it's somebody she's been dating. Cause I don't know the I don't know I don't know the full I don't know the full thing, yeah. but I feel like she's uh like I don't know like I'm trying to make this work, but mm. I don't because I because <laughs> my idea is like I have an idea for a song, mm. um, by Adina Howard. Oh goodness, the original like she's one of the original nasty gals out yeah, there. Yeah, you can apply that Adina to Adina's a medicine for a lot of things. Adina's medicine for oh my god, mm. Adina is just like. Oh my I remember God. they used to uh, when I, when her when videos came out. I remember like they would turn it off in my house. <laughs> Was it? <laughs> All right. So yeah, I got the I got the song right here. It's called uh, Which one? "If We Make Love Tonight." Oh. joke yeah that was adina howard if we make love tonight mm. man that that song is a lot adina's a lot like, and the fact she came out like the early 90s it's kind of weird to like hear like oh this is what all your like this to me i'm like damn this is what all like my black american friends parents used to fuck to like like damn like a lot of my a lot of my friends like they, without without her they would not be here that's Cause that's the, cause that's 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 the, that's the age you are now, bro. Like we still yeah. watch like you watch videos of true, like true, like you watch videos of these older singers like uh, Al Green or whatever. Like, this is what your grandparents used to fuck to, and it's kind of like oh whatever, because it, it was all like very much like similes and shit like that. Like not similes, like metaphors and stuff. But now it's like Dina was just like we're fucking, and it's like this is we this is what my friends' parents liked, and uh, damn. And she was, uh, she was also a trailblazer because it wasn't, there wasn't a lot of women at the time who were that, uh, who were, you know, like that open and speaking in like such a sexual manner. Exactly. Um, cause you just kind of considered like a, um, like a man's industry. Yeah, exactly. And she just came out and was like, yeah, like, I'll take, I'll take control. She reminds me of kind of like an R&B version of like Lady Saw. Mm. Cause Lady Saw came out and she was mm. just, and everyone was like, oh my <laughs> God. Like what is happening? And it's like he just got uncomfortable and shit. But mm-hmm. yeah, that's like, that's how I feel about it. I fuck with that. Nick, what did you think about it? Thought it was a great recommendation. Mm, for sure. Uh, I think it would. It's like you were saying the older songs they would use like, you know, there's ways to dance around it. But she was being very direct, and it seems like that's what this person 
could try, you know, being very direct uh, with the uh, gentleman that they're into. Bad. Facts. So hopefully she goes out and she gets fucked or she does the fucking. I don't know how it works with them. But that's for you. Listen to Dina Howard. She'll get you through it. And with that said, that's the end of our second episode. Oh my God. Kofi, where can people find you? Yes, I am on the Instagrams at Kofi Comic. K O F I C O M I C. I'm in the web series called The Alley. Uh, season one is on Amazon, uh, YouTube, Pornhub. <laughs> <laughs> that is all true. Uh, season two coming soon, so look out for that. And what about you, Nick? Where can people find you? I'm out here. <laughs> He's out here. <laughs> Go outside. You'll see. Out here, Vomit <laughs> Chambers Comedy on Instagram, and you can follow me at Twandis on social on on Instagram and Twitter. And this was TLR. Thank y'all. Peace. What's up with you? What's going on? Let him know he'll prescribe you a song. Turn the volume up. I suggest you to run this live request. Hey, you know what? I was like, yo, let's give an outro too. You know what I mean? This is a special one year occasion. How could I not give an outro? Uh, thanks again. I keep saying thank you, but I'm just really grateful that you guys listen to the podcast. That's super dope. Uh, I don't know what we have planned because you know the Roni got us going back to the house because it's winter time. It's fall, spooky season out. So we should probably not do anything super live, but we'll figure some shit out. You know what I'm saying? Well, uh, this episode was these episodes were great. I'm glad that we get to do more stuff. And I think I'm going to give you another song that I've been listening to a lot recently that has been getting me through. Uh, this one isn't going to be as serious as, like, the first one, which was just like, oh, this reminds me of my self-doubt. No. Oh, we're not doing that. We're going This is, we're going a different way. Uh, I love this song because of what it represents. I love the artist. Uh, this dude is just, he's my favorite. Like, I love that a lot of gangster rappers now are just, like, kind of nerds. In the sense of, like, they're always rapping about, like, geeky shit. The niggas will be like, yo, I'll shoot you, like, Sasuke or some shit. Like, they'll say some anime shit and some rap shit. Like, we're part of the anime club in school and Robin niggas. There's no fucking way. But anyway, my favorite, one of my favorite rappers right now is Sada Baby. And this song, I remember he dropped a snippet of it last year. I looked for it everywhere. And then one day, it finally dropped... So I was like, oh, shit, I can't believe he did it. And when it dropped, it got so big. Like It's bigger. It's, they play it during the NBA. They play it in the NBA Finals right now, so I don't know how to explain it. But this shit, when you hear the beat, you're going to know what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's a whole lot of choppers by Sada Baby. Uh, this shit is the dopest shit. Like, oh, my God. So this represents, you know, how I feel right now. We got a whole podcast with multiple episodes. Can't see it. My shoulders is moving. Oh, this is this is my shit, bro. This is my shit. I just love it. I'm glad he made. I got made it. It just represents to me just like how he had this for a whole year and knew this is gonna be a banger. But he just waited and then dropped them when he could drop it. And now they're playing in the NBA Finals. It's big on TikTok. Like little white kids dancing to this song, not knowing it's about like shooting niggas. They wanna see me do my dance in these thousand dollar pants. 
bam, home block, chop on your head, slam. All right, that's enough. That's enough. That's enough. Uh, that's the outro. Thank you guys again for listening to the episode. I really appreciate you. I love you. We're gonna have more episodes soon. Yes. Oh, and fuck J.K. Rowling. That's that's just something that needs to be said. All right, bye.